At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Rush Hour, ladies and gentlemen, presented by Bet Rivers. I am Danny Burke, your host, and we are live right here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Thank you for joining us to get your week kicked off right. And hopefully we can do that by previewing Monday Night Football for you this evening. Adam Burke will be joining us, my long-lost brother, my producer, Britton, always likes to say. I had to give him a little shout-out there. <laughs> always excited to talk with Adam. He'll be joining us, uh, and we'll hit on, look, we got MLB postseason action tonight. We've got NFL, as we already mentioned, and college football. We'll hit all three areas with Adam. This is great work with us right here at VEASAN covering all those sports. Afterward, Eric Eager, the PFF, will get some of his thoughts for tonight's game. Heading later into the week and some futures opportunities for some of these divisions that are already looking intriguing. So excited to talk with Eric and then we'll end things with prop shelf, giving you some good bets, hopefully for tonight's game between the Titans and the Bills. And we'll always start off like we do with my better half, looking at the overall scope of the game and miscellaneous props. You know that. But if you haven't already here in the Chicagoland area, be sure to stop by here at the Bet River Sportsbook. As always, we do it live out of here. And look, it gets crowded for these primetime games. They got great food, great screens, just an overall solid atmosphere. Very exciting to watch the action unfold here in the sportsbook. But let's go ahead, guys, and preview that big game that everybody's getting excited for. And it's going to be the Bills and the Titans with my better half, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we know for the first, or rather for the full game right now, I mean, the spread's at six, total's at 53. 
Don't have too many thoughts on the full game, but we'll touch on it a little bit later and get the other experts' opinions. I'll call myself an expert, but they are the experts. But the first half, I do think, are a little bit better in terms of where we can find these angles in this game that can be potentially very volatile because of a team in Tennessee that defensively you don't know what to expect, but probably that they're going to give up a lot of points. But can they produce offensively themselves? Because they've only been averaging about 12.4 first half points per game as of this point. That's middle of the pack, 15th for Tennessee. But they have been picking it up as of lately. Granted, they've had a little bit more, you know, easier side of their schedule considering their first two games. But defensively, as we alluded to, you know, they've been brutal, allowing 15.6 first half points per game, which is 30th in the NFL. They're going against the Bills team that is second best in points per first half as of this point in the season. I mean, 18.2 in that second best. And defensively, they're only allowing 5.4, which is number one in the National Football League. So keep that in mind when we rifle through these numbers. So starting with the money line, first half three-way bet, Buffalo minus 182. If you think it's going to be tied going into the second half, it's 11 to 1. And then the Titans plus 185 for the first half three-way bet where the tie is implemented. Now, if you want to do the tie no bet, meaning if it does push, you get your money back. The Bills, you're laying minus 220 instead of minus 182. And the Titans catching plus 175 instead of 10 cents more for the three-way bet at plus 185. But looking at what these teams and their track record has been in the first half thus far, Buffalo 5-0 on the first half money line. They have been dominant on that side of the betting sphere. The Titans 3-2 on the first half money line. They dropped in the first two games against Seattle and Arizona. You know, they were trailing 24-6 versus Arizona to kick off their season, then 24-9 at Seattle. They did come back and end up winning that game. Now, moving aside from the money line, because again, you know, the only area I would see a bet being worth it would be taking the plus money with Tennessee. I don't want to lay that big of a price with Buffalo, despite how good they've been, despite what offense they can bring to the table, because really I just don't want to risk it in something that can be crazy in the first half. Anything can happen, especially in primetime. We always say that, and that seems to be the result a lot of times. So that's why we gravitate more toward the spread, and that one is at 3.5 in favor of Buffalo, naturally, minus 112 in the direction of the Bills. To take the three and a hook with Tennessee, you're laying minus 109. And if we put minus three and a half to every first half spot for Buffalo, not only are they 5-0 straight up, as we mentioned, but they're also 5-0 against the spread. 10-0 at Pittsburgh, 14-0 at Miami, 27-14 versus Washington, 16-0 versus Houston. And in their most recent game, they were up 24-13 at Kansas City. They have been phenomenal in the first half straight up and against the spread if we put the number at three and a half, which it is tonight. Now, if we did that to Tennessee this year, just like on the first half money line, they would also be 3-2 ATS as they are 3-2 straight up. I would want to take the points with Tennessee, as I always kind of mention when we go through my better half. With this, when this number gets to over 3, it's hard to lay it, in my opinion, unless it's just completely lopsided. And it's somewhat of a lopsided game because, again, how great Buffalo's been overall, but in particular in the first half, and how bad and exposed this Tennessee defense continues to be. And you can make the case that, look, Tennessee's main source of their offense is running the ball with Derrick Henry, and that's going to eat up a lot of clock. So if the Bills can limit them enough, maybe holding them to a field goal, one touchdown, whatever it may be, if Buffalo moves the ball downfield fast enough, they could easily cover this spread of three and a half. And I don't really disagree with that logic. And again, like I said, I typically like to take the points, but I really just can't trust this Tennessee defense right now. And I'm not saying Buffalo's is 
fantastic, although they are looking really solid as of this point. We'll see if that can stay consistent throughout the season. But I do think if you're going to have trust, it's got to be with Buffalo because what would be the reason to going with Tennessee right now? I mean, have they done anything to make you think they can be a solid team against one of, if not the best in the league right now in Buffalo? I mean, again, they went up against Arizona and Seattle in the first two weeks, down 24 to 6 and 24 to 9. After that, look, you went against Indianapolis, the Jets, and the Jaguars. And the Colts weren't that great at that point and still really aren't that solid. You know, the games they have won or have been winning is against the inferior teams. And now you're getting arguably the best team at Buffalo. So the trust for me is not there with Tennessee. If I was doing anything with the spread, it would have to be with the Bills minus three and a half. But now let's take a look at some of the total points here. Can there be enough to get it over that number, which is posted at 26 and a half at Bet Rivers over minus 125. Under is the dog at plus 104. The over-under record for the Bills with the first half number set at 26.5 is actually 2-3, and three, so they've stayed under this in three out of five games. Conversely, for Tennessee, it's 3-2. and two. They have gone over this in three out of five games. This one, again, a little bit tricky. Can the Titans do enough because the Bills have the best first-half defense in the league? Chicago right behind them. We talk about their first-half numbers plenty of times because it's been great to bet the under. The Bills... You know, they have benefited from playing some of these <laughs> inferior teams, too, and that's why it's a lot better in terms of them just allowing under six first-half points per game. I, I would lean a little toward the under, but I just, again, it, it comes back around to that Tennessee defense. How much of a liability are they going to be? How fast is this Buffalo team going to be able to move the ball down the field? So I don't really have too much conviction in that area. If you want to look at the respective team totals, Tennessee is at 10.5, over minus 113, under minus 117. They've only gone over that twice out of five games, and the Bills have held opponents under this mark in three out of five games. The two that went over, Kansas City this past week, and then Washington actually the other week. But with it over the number of 10, I think he got to lay with a little bit more chalk here. Under 10.5, minus 117 is the way I would go for Tennessee. If I had to play, but again, not my favorite one in terms of the first half bets. But I, I just, you know, this Bills defense has been different in the first half of these games. And Tennessee will take more time up by running it and trying to implement the run game as they always do with Derrick Henry. Now the Bills on the other side, 14 and a half. Yes, it's a tough spot going over 14 in the first half of the game for any team. Uh, the overs minus 107 here. The unders minus 122. But Buffalo has gone over this mark of 14 and a half in three out of five games. And Titans have allowed opponents over this mark in just two games, and that, again, was against the respectable opponents in the beginning of the season, Arizona and Seattle. So if you think that it's going to be a pattern, that Tennessee just isn't going to play well against solid quarterbacks and solid offenses, then you would be betting the over for the Bills and probably them on the spread as well. If I had to put it at the top, like I always like to say at the end of our My Better Half segments, I think the one I would put would be the Bills minus three and a half. I'm not in love with it because you're over the key number of three. And frankly, I'm not in love with any of these, but we still like to just throw them out to see if anybody else out there might like them. Throw the numbers out there to kind of lead you to these areas if you think there is a viable betting option more than I do. And that's okay. But if I'm kind of just ranking it, I mean, the Bills minus three and a half might be the most favorable out of that whole list. We'll see if the Titans can keep up. I kind of like Tennessee for the full game, but the first half, this Bills team has been a completely different beast. So maybe they get off to a hot start once again. But all right, moving on from my better half before we wrap up this segment to kick things off, I wanted to bring up one other miscellaneous bet, as we like to call it. 
before we move on because we talked about this situation last week and I'm kind of just more interested in this specific area and it's with the kicking points and now I'm kind of just always looking at it for these primetime games I didn't play it but a strong lean about Tyler base in a seven and a half kicking points okay uh, over minus 124 under minus 106 now he's averaging 10.4 points per game he's averaging just over two field goals made and about two and a half attempted and he's made every single extra point as of this mark in the season He's gone over this mark of seven and a half in four out of five games. The only time he didn't was at Miami. He got five extra points, missed one field goal, and they won that game 35-0. So he was a field goal away from getting over it. You look at what the Titans have allowed to kickers on average seven points per game, and kickers against Tennessee have gotten more than seven and a half points in three out of five games. Plus, if you just want to look at the red zone efficiency, Buffalo, they're at about 58.3%. Do they get a touchdown every time they're in the red zone? So it's really not that huge of a number that you would kind of think for Buffalo. So maybe that means more opportunities for field goals. And while Tennessee's defense has been bad, you know, they're allowing opponents to get a touchdown 60% of the time in the red zone. No, that's not great. But again, it doesn't seem as bad as you would imagine it would be because of how lackluster this Tennessee defense continues to be. So keep an eye on that one. Over seven and a half kicking points. Always kind of like to seek out those spots that maybe don't get as much attention because the numbers aren't moving as much, and not that it's forgotten about, but a lot of people just don't consider it. So those are some other angles that you could look at for Monday Night Football. We'll get Adam Burke's thoughts next, uh, next Excuse me, plus Eric Eager. we got some futures and other areas we'll tap into right here on Rush Hour. Stick around because we've got plenty of betting action for this primetime game. Don't forget, Danny's Dimes coming up at the end of the show. I've got a few bets, and if we have time, a basketball bet. We've got opening games this Tuesday and Wednesday. All of that and more. Stick around. It is Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective, and they've got the Chicago, Detroit, Philly, and Pittsburgh city casts up and running. And remember to check out the Los Angeles CityCast with Danielle Ovari. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast made available to you and get ready for all the local betting content five times a week. Speaking of betting content, a man who does so well in that region, Adam Burke, joining us now here on Rush Hour on VCD Sports Betting Network. You can give him a follow on the tweet at Skating Tripod, sports betting analyst with us here at VCD. And Adam, Plenty to dissect with you uh, really quick because we can't, you know, we can't not not get your opinion on it with Monday Night Football. It's a pretty fascinating game for the most part with Tennessee and Buffalo. But I know you got strong thoughts on baseball, college football, so we'll spend time on that too. But really quick, Bills minus six is total at 53. Do you have a strong angle in any kind of capacity for the spot tonight? Yeah, I did take a look at the Titans tonight, plus the six. I mean, look, for Buffalo here, obviously a very nice turnaround for them after losing that Steelers game in week one. But they're plus 12 in turnover margin during this four-game winning streak that they're on. That should come back to earth a little bit. Obviously, as we know, up until that Chiefs game, they didn't really play anybody of consequence. Tennessee's not great. Obviously, Tennessee, a very uh, weak defense, to put it nicely. But, you know, steady diet of Derrick Henry coming tonight, I'm sure. Six looks like a little bit big of a number here. Also, the Bills coming off of that Chiefs game, they've got the bye next week. They don't really play anybody coming out of the bye. So could be a little bit of a flat spot here for Buffalo, where I think Tennessee getting some guys back offensively, having a chance to maybe do a little bit better in the red zone. I do like the Titans here tonight, but one thing I will mention real quickly is that in today's subscriber article for vcin.com subscriber, or today's uh, subscriber newsletter, excuse me, for vcin.com subscribers, one thing I did mention was Buffalo minus one in the first quarter. Because Tennessee has only scored one offensive touchdown in the first quarter so far this year. Buffalo with five of them. So Buffalo minus one for the first quarter of play. But I think Titans plus six for the full game is still a good look. 
And that's funny you bring it up. We weren't looking at the first quarter per se, but we were talking about the first half to begin with. And Buffalo has been such an animal. 5-0 and straight up in ATS in the first half. One of the best defenses. I mean, they are the best first half defense and second best offensively. So, yeah, even better with the first quarter minus one instead of doing the minus three and a half for the first half. So, good angle that Adam noted out. And, again, you can get that VSIN.com slash subscribe with the daily newsletter. Chock full of so much information that will get you ready for all the games and all the sports. Speaking of some of these other sports, let's get you ready for some postseason action tonight, Adam. And I know you're ready for it. Boston and Houston, the Red Sox at home, minus 113 at Bet Rivers. Houston playing minus 105. This total seems like it's getting a lot of love, up to nine and a half now, Adam. Uh, do you agree with that movement to the total going over? And if you're not really interested in that, who do you think is winning this one straight up? Yeah, I actually agree with both moves in this game, Danny. I agree with the move to the Boston side, and I also agree with the move to the over here going up to nine and a half, as you mentioned. Look, I don't know how long Jose Urquidy's actually going to be out there for Houston. He hasn't pitched in two weeks, but the thing that's really concerning about him, very low strikeout rate, 21.3% strikeout rate. He is a very extreme fly ball pitcher. That's really not a great fit when you talk about playing at Fenway Park. You've got, obviously, the... The short dimension in left field, the high wall, but the wall is very close. You've got the pesky pole down there in the right field corner. A lot of bad things can happen to fly ball pitchers here at Fenway Park. In particular, fly ball pitchers that don't strike a lot of guys out. So one thing I was looking at here tonight, you could still get a pretty decent price on this. The Red Sox team total over two and a half for the first five. I know as we talked about, the total has gone up to nine and a half for this game. But I think Boston probably starts a little bit faster than Houston here with the difference between Eduardo Rodriguez and Jose Urquidy. So I do like Boston over two and a half for the first five. Again, I don't know how long Urquidy will be out there, but he may have to soak up some innings given what's happened to Houston here in this series, particularly with Jake Odorizzi having to work in long relief there in game two, Luis Garcia getting hurt. Urquidy may have to wear one a little bit tonight. If he's struggling, he may have to figure it out on the fly. and That could be to Boston's benefit. So Red Sox over two and a half for the first five team total. Uh, something I like here tonight. Yeah, I don't disagree with you in that angle at all. I mean, the Red Sox have been just so good at home. I mean, they had a great outing on the road this past game, but continually across this whole season, they're just a completely different team when they're batting at Fenway. So that could be a really good angle against the Astros tonight. And then, Adam, speaking of a team that has fared a little bit better at home, the Dodgers and Braves tomorrow. 4.08 p.m. Central Time. We see Los Angeles Lane minus 175. Atlanta looking real nice right now. Plus 150 on the money line. This total at 7.5. Is this going to be a bounce back, uh, bounce back game Excuse me, for this L.A. crew? You know, I think it's a really interesting game for a variety of different reasons. And I will tell you that before the series, I liked Atlanta from a series price standpoint. I thought the line was a little bit high. And I also thought the Braves had a good shot at winning game one. What I didn't expect was the Braves winning game two. That definitely came as a big shock, especially with Max Scherzer on the mound for the Dodgers there in that one. You have to think that the Dodgers win game three here. You know, I think it was very difficult winning that very emotional, very tight series against the Giants, not really getting to enjoy it. You just fly out right away. You have to go play in Atlanta. Not really surprised game one fell the way it did. A little bit surprised game two fell the way it did. Look, the Braves are a much more talented team than their record. But I think here in Game 3 with Atlanta making that long trip out west, Dodgers with their backs against the wall here. I do think the Dodgers win this one. Obviously, $1.75, maybe a little bit rich for some people out there. Uh, but I would look at the Dodgers side more than I'd look at the Braves in Game 3. 
Yeah, hard to ignore Los Angeles right here at, you know, speaking of a relatively lower price, and you'd probably get them in this matchup against the Braves because of what Atlanta's done. But you're right. I mean, game one, okay, that's fine. Baseball can be like that sometimes. But then to do it again in game two, I mean, what Atlanta's done has just been so impressive. And it just has the feeling, though, that this is going to be the get-right spot for the Dodgers. Well, minus 175, a little steep, but I'm with you. That'd be the only angle I would seek out. But now, Adam, I want to get some other angles that you may seek out in terms of college football. Early look ahead for this upcoming weekend. Let's talk Northwestern and Michigan. This Wolverines team has been maybe not a surprise to some people, but definitely, you know, just probably playing a little bit over expectations because of all the uncertainties heading into this season. They get a good game potentially this weekend as they're hosting Northwestern. And yeah, the Wildcats beat Rutgers this past week. But aside from that, they've been a train wreck and they're catching 24 in the hook in this spot. Total at 51 and a half. What are you looking to bet in this matchup? Yeah, you know, I, I really thought I'd like Northwestern quite a bit in this game, and I do lean that way here, and it may end up ultimately becoming a play. The thing that's a little bit surprising to me is where this total came out, because I don't think Michigan's that great offensively, and they really have played a pretty poor schedule to this point. Northwestern is pathetic on offense. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Seeing a total here in the low 50s, Kind of concerns me with my like of the Northwestern side because it implies this game could be a little bit higher scoring than I expected, which would be to Michigan's benefit, I think, because Northwestern this year is much worse defensively than what we've seen with from Pat Fitzgerald teams in the past. I think they're 118th or something like that in yards per play defensively allowed. That is not at all what we're used to seeing from the Wildcats. With that being said, early kickoff here in Ann Arbor could be a little bit sleepy for the Wolverines. They play Michigan State next week. Could very well be a top 10 battle for those two teams. I don't think we get Michigan's best performance here in this one. You're getting a 22.5 point head start with Northwestern. Again, in a game that I expected to be a little bit lower scoring than what the total is suggesting here. So I do like Northwestern in this spot. I'm going to wait and see if this line goes up a little bit for me with that total coming out higher than I thought. But this may be a spot where the Wildcats are able to hang around. Maybe Michigan plays down to their competition. Wouldn't be a big surprise here given the spot. So Northwestern getting over three touchdowns is very much on my radar this week. And it could be similar to the outcome we saw when Michigan was hosting Rutgers. And we just saw Northwestern beat Rutgers and the Scarlet Knights certainly kept it close with Michigan. So you're right. And the look-ahead spot potentially in the state of Michigan. Something to keep your eye out on. Uh, finally, before we let you go, Adam, we got about a minute remaining. But talk to me about Air Force and San Diego State. This spread a little bit more narrow than the previous game. Three and a half in favor of Air Force with a total as low as 40. Yeah, I really, really like Air Force in this spot. They're laying three and a half or four out there in the marketplace. And San Diego State is not deserving of being a top 25 team. We very much saw that on Friday night last week. Air Force is really, really good this season. I don't think people realize how good the Falcons actually are. San Diego State going to elevation. I think they had to defend 77 plays last week in that double overtime game. Could be some residual hangover from that game last week going to play in Colorado Springs here with about 6,400 feet in elevation. So I really like Air Force in this spot, and I think that they take care of business this week and cover the number. And, and really quick, Adam, I mean, if someone's a little bit timid because of it being over three, would you recommend Moneyline as high as minus 175, or do you think if you're trusting Air Force, you could trust them enough to lay that three in the hook? I think you can lay the three in the hook here, especially because if Air Force has a lead in the second half, we know that they can really take the air out of the football, have those long extended drives, run it down San Diego State's throat, and just kind of you know do what they need to do to close out the game. So I I'm content with the three and a half here, and I don't think San Diego State's offense is any good. 
to have a chance at the back door being open. There you have it. Adam Burke at Skating Tripods on Twitter. Catch all of his content in the daily newsletter and more right here at VEASAN. Adam, as always, appreciate the time and keep up the great work. Thanks, Danny. Take care. But coming up next, we're talking more NFL, not only tonight's games, but we're going beyond that with some futures bets. How about Eric Eager, PFF, joining us next right here on Rush Hour. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get ready for all of the action this NBA season with the VEASAN Basketball Betting Experts. And you can grab your copy of the VEASAN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, and best bets to help you stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, which includes Jonathan Von Tobel, provide strategies and advice, and they give you good predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. This digital guide is a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this season on the hardwood and get your copy now for only $9.99 at vsin.com slash subscribe. Just $9.99 ESIN.com slash subscribe. And we will be talking some NBA in the coming days with the season upon us here on Rush Hour on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet River Sportsbook. We're going to hold off on the NBA for now. We have some NFL to look forward to tonight, Monday night football, and we're going to take a look even further down the road with some division bets, potentially. Eric Eager, PFF, joining us now at PFF underscore Eric on the tweets. All right, Eric, let's get right into it with tonight's affair with the Bills and the Titans. Buffalo has been completely dominant. Tennessee has had gaps defensively, but that seems to be nothing new. The spread is at six in favor of the road team. Total at 53. The public's going to want to hammer Buffalo, but there seems to be some... Liking this tour, Tennessee, I guess. I don't know. I'm a little bit torn. I'm probably staying away from the overall game. But do you have faith in one side or the other? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, you've seen this number go from anywhere from like four and a half out to five and a half, now six. Uh, you can even buy, you know, six and a half and minus 115. Um, you know, I think at, at some point you have to take Tennessee. This, this game, they match up. I think better than most teams, right? Buffalo likes to invite the run a little bit. Um, teams like Kansas City have not been able to take advantage of it. Prior to the Kansas City game, though, Buffalo had been beating up on backup quarterbacks. You know, Taylor Heineke, uh, Davis Mills, uh, Jacoby Brissett, uh, and, you know, he's playing like one, Ben Roethlisberger, at least on the offensive side of the ball. Um, so, you know, I, I think the betting public or, you know, folks are, are reacting maybe too much to one game. Buffalo's dominant. Kansas City, um, and, and so I'm going to pick up a little bit of the Titans here. I, I do think that they're a value here. They were a value last year on Tuesday Night Football when they when they took down Buffalo. I, I think they're a value tonight as well. And that's what it feels like. I mean, if I had to go, I think the right spot would be to taking the points with Tennessee. I just can't, you know, officially put my hard-earned money on it because it wouldn't shock me if Buffalo just steamrolls them because of the inept defense that we have seen out of Tennessee. And you're right. I mean, some of the spots they have had success hasn't been the better of the teams in the NFL, but it does feel like taking the points might be the better side. So I'll definitely be rooting for that angle with you uh, for the game tonight. And then, Eric, just kind of looking ahead to this upcoming weekend, because I think, you know, this slate isn't really that exciting coming up per se, but one of the games that could be very interesting is going to involve the Titans, and they'll be at home taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. And we know how up and down Kansas City has been this season. 
But the early lines now, depending on what happens tonight, we'll see it shift, I'm sure. But right now, Kansas City lane four, this total at 56. Any early thoughts that may be worth the play as at this point, or do you kind of hold off and wait? Yeah, I think this one you could kind of try to look at sort of how congruent the markets are, right? I mean, uh, if Buffalo is laying six tonight in Tennessee and Kansas City is only laying four, um, you know, the question becomes, you know, obviously Tennessee would lose a little bit of power rating coming off of a short rest being on Monday Night Football Sunday, um, you know, but is Kansas City, you know, roughly only two points, or is Kansas City roughly two points worse than Buffalo? Um, you know, at, just two short weeks after being favored at home against them, uh, I would I would say that that means that even if you were to take Tennessee tonight, you probably wouldn't take Tennessee next weekend because you're getting less of a value. Because I think even though Kansas City was handled by Buffalo on Sunday Night Football, that's just one game. It shouldn't affect the power ratings that much for them to be two points worse uh, on a neutral than Buffalo is. So if anything, I would lay the points with, with Kansas City next weekend. Um, or, you know, if, if you like Tennessee tonight, sort of stay away um, just because I, I think you're you're sort of getting Kansas City uh, is, is probably too cheap there, um, you know, in Tennessee. For sure. And, and that's what's so kind of perplexing on how to gauge this Kansas City team is it's, it's like it's almost like four is too short of what it normally would be. But then they have been so hard to bet on. And even what might be harder to gauge on how to handicap them, Eric, involves the AFC West division odds. And even last week, this division was very exciting to see how it would unfold. And now again, there could be some value because Kansas City goes back to the favorite plus 105. But then the Chargers are sitting there at plus 140. The Raiders after their win are plus 750. And Denver at the bottom at 16 to 1. Realistically, it's going to come down to Kansas City and Los Angeles. With those numbers, plus 105 versus plus 140, and the remaining schedule, who would you be putting your money on if you had to? Yeah, I think if, if anything, you probably stay away. I mean, if you're somebody who's a, and I'm a Kansas City fan, like if you're a fan, obviously this is probably going to be the best division price you're going to get on the Chiefs for like the next decades. Maybe just, you know, take <laughs> it as a fan bet. Um, as far as numbers are concerned, I mean, I think the Raiders, uh, when you look at those numbers, I know that the Chargers have the tiebreaker over both teams, um, but the Raiders might be the best numerical play just because they have a better record um, than Kansas City, the same record as the Chargers. They have a quarterback playing well, and you don't necessarily know the positive effect of losing John Gruden because Gruden wasn't necessarily calling great offense this past week. They doubled their rate of play action, for example, uh, and saw great results. Derek Carr leading the NFL. And what we call big-time throws is sort of our highest-graded throws. Uh, he's had a tremendous season, and the question becomes, how much was Gruden holding him back? If the answer is significant, they're a team that matches up really well with Kansas City the last couple of years, including a win in Arrowhead last year. So they might be the long shot that you want to sprinkle a little bit of money on. Okay, yeah, Raiders, plus 715. You're right, that'll be fascinating to see how the departure of John Gruden can't affect this team. It already has in a positive way in terms of the win column, so... Hey, we'll see if they can keep that going. Uh, you talk about value in division, Eric, and I think maybe where there could be one is the AFC North. Maybe not because Baltimore has been looking like they've got some stuff figured out as of this point, and they're minus 250 to win the division. Nobody wants to lay that. But do you trust Cleveland enough at plus 350 with the injuries they endured this past weekend or the Bengals at 10-1, to Pittsburgh 16-1? to How would you look to handicap the AFC North? 
Yeah, I, I said this on my podcast, if you have a forecast, like, you know, living in Cincinnati, it's fun that the Bengals uh, are playing well, but I don't think that long-term, if you look at their future schedule, there's not a lot of gimmies uh, on their future schedule uh, for the Bengals, so I probably would lay off, you know, betting them, even though they're a fun story. Uh, I think Cleveland, you know, that's probably the best value uh, on the marketplace. I even placed a wager on them, you know, at north of 2-1 to one last week. Uh, obviously, that's not looking as good now because of the loss to Arizona. But, you know, they could turn it around, you know, with, with Baltimore. You know, they have the injuries. They've been able to withstand them, but there's always the injury risk to Lamar Jackson. So, yeah, as you said, you can't lay the 250 with the Ravens. Uh, but I, I think the market's probably right. The Ravens are the kind of team that, you know, once they get ahead, whether that be in the division or in games, they're very hard to catch. So, in this one, if I had to, I'd probably go with Cleveland, but I'm probably going to lay off altogether. All right, Eric, then I want to talk about MVP of the NFL right now. This is typically an area that we like to update once a week, but I haven't played anything because it's gone back and forth, and I just don't see the value as of this point, because even if you like the favorite in Kyler Murray, it's 3-1, to one, which isn't great in terms of a long futures bet that could change dramatically with one play in terms of an injury or something. Uh, Josh Allen at plus 350, Dak Prescott 6-1, to Tom Brady 7-1, Aaron Rodgers 10-1, to the list goes on. You know, a couple of guys that I threw out, one that's been most consistent, I guess, Eric, for me is Tom Brady in relative decent value at 7-1 with the age narrative, the favorable schedule, and all the weapons around him. Aaron Rodgers is kind of sneaking back into the conversation after his dreadful week one. He's still double digits, as I alluded to, at 10-1. to but who are some guys that you would maybe circle out as of this point? We got about 45 seconds or so, but who would be some of your top guys? Yeah, I think any quarterback whose odds are bigger than his team's Super Bowl odds to win it uh, are good bets. So Tom Brady, as you said, a 7-1. I think Patrick Mahomes uh, is another good one as well. Um, you know, that offense, you know, ha is one of the league leaders in, in percentage of drives that end in points. They've just had a lot of, they've been snake bitten with a lot of turnovers. Um, you know, that's a team that could really turn it around uh, and the comeback narrative being being a big one for Kansas City. Uh, but, yeah, I like those two guys, um, you know, even a little bit sprinkle on on uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers hasn't played great, but obviously he can turn it around as well. And he's a very popular player. So those are the ones I think I like. Love it. Eric Eager, ladies and gentlemen, at PFF underscore Eric on Twitter. Catch him co-hosting the PFF forecast throughout the week. Eric, love reading your stuff on Twitter and everywhere else. Keep up the great work and look forward to talking more football later on this season. Hey, thanks for having me on. Take care. Absolutely. There he is, Eric Eager, again, at PFF underscore Eric on Twitter. Great follow. All those PFF guys are. Give you all the intricate details and analytics that sometimes you may be too lazy to look up, so let them do the work for you and tell you the best angles that you could correlate with the betting opportunities. And that's what we're looking to doing next here on Rush Hour. As we wrap up the show, it is time for Prop Shelf and Dandy's Dimes. Let me give you some of my official plays for the game tonight. And then just some strong leans and other spots I think could be worth consideration. But that's all going to come next. Stick around with us wrapping up Rush Hour.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetRivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting, and BetRivers has you covered for the NFL season. They're offering same-game parlays in all pro football matchups, and they're bringing back the Reduce the Juice promotion on game days. This NFL season, they also have a $1 million Beat the Spread challenge with thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at BetRivers. Download the app or go to BetRivers.com to place your bets. Offers valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. one 532 in Virginia. And Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Okay, it is that time, folks. Welcome back into Rush Hour here on VCD Sports Betting Network. We are live out of the Bet River Sportsbook. People are pumped for the game, as are we, because it's time to dish out Danny's Dimes, my favorite plays for Monday Night Football. Let's get into it. Love that graphic, baby. Love seeing that animation. Danny's Dimes, great work by our Visa production crew. All right, Bills and Titans. 7-15 kickoff central time, Buffalo's lane 6, and the total's at 53. But we are diving into these propositions, beginning with Josh Allen. 
Let's talk about Josh Allen here in his pass attempts. 38.5 is the number it is listed at, over minus 106. Under minus 124 for Allen, who's at this point averaging 36.5 pass attempts per game. Remember, his prop number is at 38.5. He's gone over this mark twice, but that was against Pittsburgh in the game week one where they were trailing. He had 51 pass attempts, but he was needed to throw the ball because, again, they were trailing. They ended up losing, but he was forced to do that in other games he hasn't. First Washington, he had 43. That was a game that just involved a lot of passing in the first place, and he got up and over this with somewhat ease. But you look at what the Titans have done, and where people have kind of picked apart Tennessee has been on the ground game because passing-wise, opponents are thrown about 33 times per game against Tennessee. And no opposing quarterback has gone over this mark versus the Titans. Wentz had the most with 37. Otherwise, every quarterback has stayed under that a lot more so. And again, Josh Allen has only gone over this twice at 38 and a half. If you think that they can either A, get that run game going right away with the tandem of Moss and Singletary, or B, just have a consistent lead or score quickly enough on this Tennessee defense, then Josh Allen under his pass attempts should be your play. He hasn't been throwing as consistently as we kind of always envision him to. He has great plays and he's a great thrower, but it wasn't as much like in the past couple of seasons because that's how really solid they have been thus far, and that could be the same story against Tennessee. So my official play is Josh Allen under 38.5 pass attempts. And just to throw that out there, I didn't play this next one officially, but consider his pass completions under as well. 25.5 under minus 117. He's averaging 23 per game and, again, has only gone over that twice. Titans allowing just 21 completions per game, and no opposing quarterback has gone over this mark either against the Titans. Now, granted, they have faced quarterbacks such as Carson Wentz, Zach Wilson, and Trevor Lawrence, but also they face Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson too. Consider the pass completions, but even more so, consider the pass attempts under 38.5 for Josh Allen. That's the play I made regarding the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. Let's move on to the receivers now, and let's go on the side of Tennessee. Let's talk A.J. Brown. Now, Brown was actually questionable heading into this game with an illness, but it looks like he's going to be good to go. And where my interest was going is with his receiving yards at 58.5. Seemed a little bit too high for Brown based on the lack of production we have seen out of him this season. So I'm playing the under with Brown because he's only averaging 32.5 receiving yards per game. And he has not gone over this mark once this season. He got 49 receiving yards versus Arizona. 43 at Seattle. None versus Indiana had the injury in that game. But then 38 yards versus Jacksonville. Jaguars, Seahawks, and even Arizona. I mean, Arizona's not bad. But at least you consider Seattle and Jacksonville not good defenses. And A.J. Brown still couldn't get over this mark. They didn't need to throw the ball as much. I get it. But my point being is that A.J. Brown has not been the main focus of this offense as much as he was. And Julio Jones is going to be back in the mix. And we just know how much Derrick Henry is utilized in this offense. And you look at what the Bills have done in that part of their game in their secondary. I mean, they allowed 62 receiving yards to Terry McLaurin, so he got over that mark. 63 to Tyreek, 76 to McCole Hardman. Okay, you know, the Chiefs are playing catch-up, and they have studly receivers in that spot. But otherwise, every other receiver they have faced has stayed under this mark at 58 and a half. And I like it even more so with A.J. Brown because Julio's back and Tannehill's not the best and biggest and most consistent thrower in the game. So until A.J. Brown does otherwise, I think we keep betting his under and take it under the number of 58.5 this evening. All right, let's swing things back, though, to Buffalo. My final play 
for the game tonight, Zach Moss. How about his rushing attempts at Bet Rivers 10 and a half? It's a number of carries for his prop tonight, and it is shaded to the over minus 134. The under, you're getting a little bit of plus money, plus 103. But I'm laying the chalk here. Laid a buck 34 with Zach Moss. Look, he's averaging 11 and a half carries per game and has gone over this mark in three out of four games, which include all of the last three games he has played in. And the one he didn't, I think, was against the Dolphins where he just got eight. But that was like, what, game one of the season? Or not game one of the season, but it was right there at the beginning. Whatever it was, very early for Zach Moss. And last game, he actually had more carries than Singletary. He had 11, and Devin only had six. And he also had more than Singletary versus Washington in the same amount as Singletary versus Houston. And like we said, had five more this past week against Kansas City than him. Plus, if you take out the one game Moss didn't play this season... He would have 44 attempts, or excuse me, he would have 46 rushing attempts. Devin Singletary would have 44. Devin's averaging 11 per game as of this point, but again, he played an extra game compared to Moss. Zach Moss seems to be the guy they rely on just a little bit more. I usually hate betting running back tandems because they don't know who they're going to choose for whatever respective game, but Zach Moss has been the guy. And even if they are splitting it evenly, again, he has gone over this mark in the last three games. So if they're getting out to that big lead, if Josh Allen isn't needing to throw as much as we're kind of hinting on that being the case, then Zach Moss should get plenty of attention on the ground, or at least enough to get over 10.5 rushing attempts. And that's the play I made, Zach Moss over 10.5 rushing attempts, minus 134. So all in all, just a few plays for tonight. Zach Moss over 10.5 rushing attempts, A.J. Brown under 58.5 receiving yards, and Josh Allen. Under 38 and a half passing attempts, minus 124 are my three official plays for Monday Night Football. Now, if you did want to consider some other routes to take, some other players that I think could be worth a consideration is Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry, not on the ground, but in the air. His receiving yards is as low as 12 and a half at Bet Rivers, shaded to the under minus 115. But Henry's averaging 25 receiving yards per game. He gets just under three catches on about three targets per contest. But he's gone over 12 and a half receiving yards in every game but one. Now, the Bills, you look at what they've done against running backs. Every opposing running back has gone over the mark at 12 and a half in every game, except Najee Harris didn't, had just one catch for four yards. But they're allowing 36 receiving yards to running backs per game. I get that Jeremy McNichols gets the most targets in terms of running backs for Tennessee, but it just seems like a really good bang for your buck potentially on Henry over 12 and a half receiving yards. I didn't love it just because he doesn't get the most targets compared to McNichols. Maybe he's doing so well on the ground that that's where they just solely focus with him. And you are getting Julio Jones back, just another weapon to throw to potentially for Tannehill. But I just wanted to point that out. It's really low, and he has gone over that in four to five games. So something to consider with Derrick Henry. And then speaking of Tannehill, if you think that they do choose to sling the rock around a little bit more so, then consider his pass attempts for tonight. 33 and a half over under minus 114 for Tannehill, who's averaging over this mark. I mean, he's averaging about 35 pass attempts per game, and he has gone over 33 and a half in three out of five games. He got 25 versus Arizona, but look, that was kind of just an odd game in general. Uh, 40 at Seattle. They were trailing and they won. And then what about against the Jets? He had 49 pass attempts. That was the game they lost too. So remember that, hey, if they're going to be losing this game, the games that they have been losing, he has gone over this mark. So that could be the case tonight for Ryan Tannehill. And you just look at, you know, the Bills. I mean, they're getting thrown out about 34 times per game as of this point in the season. 
and their defense has been really solid. We've already mentioned that and alluded it as of this point. And excuse me, it wasn't 25 versus Arizona in there trailing, it was 35. So those are the three games he's gone over, the games they've been losing, right? Uh, trailing versus Arizona at 35 pass attempts, 40 at Seattle, even though they did win that game. Then against the Jets at 49. So if you think that's going to be a pattern there, continue, then maybe it happens again against Buffalo. Ryan Tannehill over 33.5 pass attempts. So something to take a look at. Tannehill over 33.5 pass attempts, and Henry over 12.5 receiving yards. Those aren't the official plays, but the strong leans more so for Monday Night Football. But again, overall, we are riding with Zach Moss, over 10.5 rushing attempts for Danny's Dimes. A.J. Brown under 58.5 receiving yards. Josh Allen under 38 and a half pass attempts. And you see that other play on there? We've got NBA basketball to look forward to. Bulls money line early player minus 155 before this number moves. Best of luck for any of your plays and especially if you tail ours. Enjoy the game. We'll catch up tomorrow here on Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.